Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. At Consumer Cellular, you get the same exact coverage as the largest carriers, but for up to half the cost. Same thing, up to half the cost. Up to half the cost for the same thing. 50% the money for 100% the same thing. I hope I'm making myself clear. Consumer Cellular. When freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Half the cost savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 5-gigabyte data plan with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plan offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023. Welcome to Star Talk, your place in the universe where science and pop culture collide. Star Talk begins right now. Welcome to another edition of Star Talk Radio. I'm Neil deGrasse Tyson, your host. I'm an astrophysicist with the American Museum of Natural History. And as is common, I have with me my comedic co-host, Chuck Nice. Hey. Chucky baby. How are you, Neil? Welcome back. Thank you, my friend. Excellent. Always good to be back. Excellent. Always good to be back. Uh, you know, at whatever my show is on, you come in and mess with it. Or mess it up. <laughs> we're not sure yet. <laughs> Jury's still out. So uh, this week we're going to be talking about uh, hip hop music, and we're going to be featuring my interview with Jizza. 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 I can't tell you how disturbing that name is. <laughs> we get back to that name in a minute. But I, in addition to you, I got to share the stage with you here. Okay. okay. If, 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 we, if you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Emden, Emden, yes, E-M-D-I-N. That's correct. You're uh, assistant professor up at Columbia? Yes, I am. Excellent. And your title is what? What do they get uh, call assistant you professor of science education. Science education. And uh, director of secondary school initiatives in the Urban Science Education Center. Nice, nice. Yeah. So you care about just folks in the inner city getting educated? Uh, that's the majority of my work, yeah. Uh -huh. Educated in science. Okay, what do you do outside of the majority of the work? Well, you know, I uh, listen to hip hop. Okay, <laughs> all right, and that keeps you. That, so that flushes out. Your I mean, most of it, right? Yeah. I listen to hip hop. You know, I, you know, I check out your YouTube videos. You know, I watch some HGTV. A little bit of everything. And you learn how to tie a bow tie. Oh, apparently. of course. Yeah, and that is tied. That's not clip on. No, not at all. Okay. Let me check it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> now I gotta readjust. You know, or the mirrors. Yeah. Yeah, looks good. Looks good. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, this is because the bow tie is the emergent style in hip hop performers. I'm told. It, it is. It, it isn't some. You'd be no, surprised. You'd be surprised. Is there a hip hop artist that wears a bow tie? I'm trying to think of one that. You know, they, they, they you know they wear them on the award shows. I was gonna say Fonzworth Bentley, but he doesn't quite he doesn't classify quite as an as artist, artist. You know. Yeah. But the look is becoming more trendy, so I might have to move to something else. Well, I'm honored that you get so dressed up for this show. <laughs> So Jizza, founding member of the hip hop group Wu Tang, Wu Tang Clan. That's right. right, right. And so Shaolin represent. Yeah, well, that's how that that's how that rolls. And yeah. so you so you've used hip hop to to help educate people. Is that how you how you come at this? Yeah, absolutely. So research wise, I, you know, I get into classrooms, and my goal is to engage urban youth of color in science. And so that meant changing curriculum, it meant training teachers, it meant a whole bunch of different things, and I wasn't getting the results that I wanted. 
and I decided to sort of step into the dimension of interrogating youth culture. And that hip-hop just came out of it. Oh, okay. And so they were so deeply engaged in hip-hop culture, so completely disengaged in science, so I had to find a way where there were some intersections between hip-hop and science. So and science, it, it's not just learning, it's science. No, science in particular. So there's, there's learning, and that, that learning part is yeah. powerful, but the connections with science is even more powerful. So there are connections between hip-hop and science. Millions, billions, like, trillions. Like the Doppler effect of a speeding bullet. <laughs> what? Well, that's a section. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay, I'm ahead of myself. It could be a lesson. It could be a it lesson. It could be a lesson. Listen, okay. I, nothing, nothing is I sort of outside of the realms of possibility here. So okay. if, if they want to know about bullets, then, you know, hey, we, you know, we can have that conversation. The Doppler effect, there's a high pitch frequency shift as it comes towards you, and then a low pitch uh, shift as it emerges. So it goes, like that. Right. Unless you're hit, then you only hear the first part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, just saying. Well, you know, well, you know rappers, <laughs> rappers actually try to create. So Kanye West has his verse where he's like, you know, I'm, I'm shooting and I'm like, bing, bing, bing. Like he makes the sound. He oh, makes the sound. Got the Doppler effect in the, in, 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 the the, in the song without even knowing it. And so those are the kind of things we explore, right? So I'm like, right. Kanye West makes that noise. Yep. That's, that's the sound of a bullet. Does that connect to anything? Is that arbitrary? <laughs> and that becomes, you know, the way to spark right. conversation. Right. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So Jizz, uh, how do you, it's like capital G, capital Z, capital A. Yeah. And I, you said the name's got to go, you said. Well, that's a weird, I'm a, uh, listen, I know there's RZA and Jizza and... Uh, let's find, let's find out. Yeah. Let's find out how the man got his name. Okay. Okay. Because my my, my record show his 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 born name was Gary Grice. Right. So yeah, uh, I'm sure his parents are very happy he went with Jizza. <laughs> let's find out. Yeah, I wouldn't critique Jizza's name knowing that there are like a million people in Wu Tang also. That's a, oh yeah, yeah. So you got to. So you know, I love I love the name Jizza. <laughs> <laughs> a wise statement. <laughs> let's, let's find out how he got the name. My guest this week is Jizza. What's up? <laughs> did, I, did I say that right? Yes, you did. Let me hear you say it just so I can confirm it. Jizza. I said it right. You said it right. <laughs> All capital letters. G-Z-A. Uh, but that's not the only moniker you've had. We Genius, did. Justice, Born Gary. I had nicknames growing up. I had different MC names. Names I use as All MC. MCs have to have a name. It's not, my name is MC Joe. <laughs> Well Jim nowadays, Smith. well nowadays, some some guys are using their name. All right, Jim Jones. That I can't do that. I grew up hearing right. MC this and MC that. It can't be yeah. just MC. because MCs are more like superheroes. Right? No, so they were. Yeah, they had to have those names. They had the power of the party. I mean, they controlled. Yes. So you were an MC. Yes. What was your MC name? Divine MC Justice Gary G Baby G Gangster G. But right now, just a genius. Just a. And the genius, who, who, where'd that come from? RZA, cousin RZA, oh, and yeah. ODB. Okay. They named me that years ago. We had this crew called the um, All In Together Now crew. It was myself, RZA, and Dirty. And he was the scientist. RZA was the scientist. Dirty was the professor or the specialist. And then they named me the genius. But I didn't want the title because people expected so much from it. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So I, I didn't want it. At one time, I, I called burden. myself the professor. I took Dirty's <laughs> name and put it on a fly, and he was mad about it. So how important is identity in hip-hop? You don't hear James Taylor say, I'm James I'm I mean, JT, James in the teeth. I mean, it seems unique to that culture. I, I, mean, I really think that it, it isn't, though. 
I, people express identity based on where they are at a certain point in time, right? So human beings have, you know, they have their core identities as who you really are. You have your role identities that, that sort of identity in flux. And then you have like, you know... Identity in flux? In flux, right? So the, the, depending on the role you're playing at a different at time. Moment. Yeah, you, you have... This is why he has so many monikers. And this is why MCs have well, so many monikers. Well, because he had different emergent... Cells. Cells yeah. coming through. You know, so sometimes he's a genius where he's just dropping signs. Psychologists call it multiple personality disorder. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of MCs have multiple personalities, man. This is true. Um, so so I, th- I think, you know, the, the naming is in, in, in being able to call forth different pieces of myself in different points in time. Okay. That makes sense, yeah. actually. It's like, it's like you identify not only with yourself, but your circumstance. Right. Okay. Right. All right, so as they move forward, they accommodate the needs of the moment and whatever name that, that requires. But it is interesting that many of them change their name. Right. I don't think James Taylor was born Arnold Schmednick and then he changed it, right? I mean, so the notion of changing the name also enables them to match the moment. Yeah, be a, be a different person. When we come back more with our interview with Jizzer on Star Talk Radio. Welcome back to Star Talk. I'm Neil deGrasse Tyson, and I'm with my co-host Chuck Nice. Chuck, you, you too. Yes, I do. Chuck at, Nice comic. At Chuck Nice comic. Oh, no, somebody else was Chuck Nice, apparently. <laughs> believe it or not, there's like 28 of them. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Okay, you know? I'll find you on Chuck Nice comic, and I've got with me Chris Emden. Yes, a professor up at Columbia University. Thanks, Thanks for coming in to do this. Thank you. You're an expert on urban culture and making. Uh, trying ways to educate a secondary school population is great. Yeah, making connections. Make, making connections, yeah. and in particular, a science connection. Yeah. And we're celebrating my interview with Jizza, the uh, hip-hop master, Jizza, who is the founder of the Wu-Tang Clan. Wu-Tang Clan, I get that, That's get right. my G in the right place there. And I chatted with him about what role science might play as the muse of an artist, in particular of a musician. Let's find out what he told me. You got my whole astrophysics vocabulary oozing out of your rap lyrics. And so, how does that happen? I, I, I love it. I just want to understand it. Just an interest in science and planets and the universe. And it's so, well, there's plenty of people who are interested in it, but it doesn't infiltrate. Well, I'm a, you know, I'm an artist first. I'm yeah. a writer. I write mostly music. Okay. You know, I'm working on novels and scripts now. Really? Okay. Yes, I am. But um, I always thought, as an MC, you know, growing up, it's always been about being lyrical for us. Where, where'd you grow up? I, well, I grew up in Brooklyn. Okay. I'm born in Brooklyn, lived in Staten Island. I lived in all the boroughs. Okay. And, um, Staten Island? Yes, Staten Island. Shaolin. <laughs> Staten we call it Shaolin. Okay. Wu-Tang. But, um, you know, it started from back then. We, uh-huh. It was always about being lyrical and writing the tightest lyric and sharpest lyric and being witty and yeah. also incorporating things around us and anything we can incorporate into music. Like, I'm not a sports fan at all, but I, every now and then I always incorporate things about sports. So it's, it's, you're, you're reaching into pop culture and there it is and it's, yes. it's there for you. Yes. So, all right, but were your earliest songs that way? Some of the songs, some uh-huh. of our lyrics, we, we, went, we went there uh-huh. you know, years ago. I remember one time RZA had this rhyme. It was about conception, being born, uh-huh. um, um, woman conceiving. And it started, it, it was a line about um, when my mind flashed back to an eerie move when I was just a sperm cell in a fallopian tube. And oh. he, he was about 13. Then. That's a great, that's a great so. <laughs> 
and so so in in Brooklyn, if you start taking an interest in the universe, and there are other rhymers, rappers, you had to be a little weird for doing that, isn't that right? It, it depends. It, it, well, it, de it depends on. Well, it's it comes off as not being Look, normal to most. But it, I wasn't normal doing it, and I wasn't even a rapper. Well, it depends. So. Well, it depends on how you deliver it. You know, if I'm delivering it in a in a way where I'm like. Earth is the third planet. <laughs> okay. And the sun shines light. Right. It's okay. not done no, that, in that, that way. doesn't play. Right. It's not, not in Brooklyn, done. not in. Okay. But if it's in a way where you're saying, my universe runs like clockworks forever, my words are pulled together, sudden change in the weather, the nature and the scale of events don't make sense. A storm with no one in, you're drawn in by immense gravity that's going mad, clouds of dust and debris moving at colossal speeds, they crush an MC. So you speak about the universe and planets, but you still incorporate the element of emceeing. And the mood and the... And the and, mood and, and, and feeling. The feeling, yes. And so you've embraced the universe. A lot of cool vocabulary there. I, I make a big deal of the fact that our vocabulary is very accessible. The galaxy, the dwarf, the black right. hole, Big Bang. And a lot of them are even one syllables. I'm guessing that that makes it easier to rhyme and easier to pulse into a lyric. Yes. Rather yeah. than the words of geologists who are... Of course. You know, um, Rakim, I usually quote him on some of his lyrics. And he had this line years ago, and this was in the 80s, where he said, I'm the creator of the alphabets, now let's communicate when I translate the situation straight. No dictionaries necessary to use. Big words do nothing but confuse and lose. So... There it is. Half short, twice strong. Beautiful. The only difference is if I t use the word Nova, I'll be speaking about a star, unlike the average rapper who will probably be talking about a car. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love wow, that. Wow, that's great. Yeah. That is fantastic. From fallopian tubes to exploding it's stars. Exploding star. except, yeah. you know, the, the, the rhyme about the fallopian tube. I, that isn't ectopic presidency, to be honest. <laughs> In the his sperm in a fallopian tube. That's, you don't really want that as I mean, he a was, woman. He was 13. I mean, <laughs> okay, the fact right. that he was going there. Was giving that, <laughs> so he went from there to like, you know, basically cosmic storms. Exactly. Which a lot of people don't even realize that there are Yo, yeah, cosmic yeah. storms. There's right. storms on, on, on Saturn, on, on Jupiter. Jupiter has right. a big giant red spot. It's a storm. Right. You right. call it a red spot because that's what it looked like to the first people who named it. But you look a little closer, you study it. It's a cyclone larger than the planet Earth. Wow. Raging on Jupiter for 300 years. Mars has dust storms. Dust storms kick up, and you can't see what's happening on the surface. Look at that. That's where the aliens can redistribute their their. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> they can cover their tracks. <laughs> That's when they cover their tracks. <laughs> so this thing about science getting into pop culture leaders, I'm I'm curious about that. What have you seen that? Absolutely. I mean, you know, I'm just I'm just like. Well, the, yes, the, you've the, seen it, but how the, do you? The little lesson you just described just now. If you introduce that to a young person. They would be like, "Oh man, I got I got to spit a verse about that." And so, so what? What did you what, say? Spit a verse. Spit a verse, okay, meaning I have to, to write a rhyme and then perform it. To, to say spit a verse from someone wearing a bow tie, I just have to, you know, I, I have to cover the bow tie so I can hear you correctly. Okay? <laughs> see, now, now you're forcing me to want to kick a rap, you know, spit a rap on here. And I, I may have to do that to prove myself. Just, know, just to gain street so, cred. So here. street cred. All right. But, but just made so many sort of insightful points in that clip. The first of which was, you know, a lot of people do hip-hop pedagogy or think that rap pedagogy is, you know, like, kids like rap, let's rap. And they have the kids create raps or they perform raps and it doesn't work. And the reason why it doesn't work is because it's, and it's just like 
what goes on in school already to rhyme. Right. And oh. that, that doesn't work. And so the distinction between, you know, saying something that rhymed and being a prolific MC, which requires analogy, metaphor, right. drawing connections, and it seems to be weaving stories. Cross reference. Yeah. yeah. Which means you have to learn and know some knowledge here, here. some knowledge here right. in order to access that to bring it together. Absolutely. I mean I was I was working with a young person once and he you know, we get into the classroom and I want him to learn about water. And he's like, Okay, as you know, I, I'm teaching a lesson, he's like, Yeah, your lesson is all right. So I said, you know what, you're a rapper you know, spit a rap about it. So he, he starts rapping and he's rapping about everything but water. He's like, I'm fly, I'm, I'm sick. I'm, I'm like, you, you, you had one line. He's like, you know, I flow like water. And by the way, I'm fly and I'm sick. You know? <laughs> and so I was like, well, you know, this is not quite gonna, it's not gonna work. Go home. Because he's not actually making he's it not, work. He's not making it work. So I say, go home, read the textbook, come back and write a new rhyme. He comes back in the morning, he's like, yo, it's, it's type hard to spit a 16 about H2O, right? And what that means, you know, I'll interpret. It means that it's challenging. Okay. It's challenging for me to be able to write a rap about water if I'm really gonna understand the concept of water. So I need at least a week to do it justice. Or, or in other words, so, he needs a week to learn enough about water exactly, to then know how to right. reach in and 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 pull and out pull out the themes, themes out of it to really to really make it a real rap. When water gets cold, it gets less dense. When you freeze it, it floats on the water. It was. Like, <laughs> you gotta I'm gonna kick you out of my cipher for that. For those <laughs> That's more coffee house yeah, than okay. it is. Because I'm so cool, I'm water ice. You know, for you, we'll just snap and we'll just make it like a poetry thing. So it doesn't have to necessarily rhyme. Right. Right. Okay, you so know. like slam poetry. Slam just, poetry. Just that might slam work. it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so that's so. So you bring to a point I hadn't appreciated even during my interview with Jizza that the more pockets of knowledge you have command of, the more creative you can be as a rap artist. And of course you need the metaphor, and the more capacity you have to even make metaphorical references. Absolutely. The more prolific the MCs, the more complex the, 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 the lyrics are. And the more complex the lyrics are, it, it, it's based on the ability to make connections that the layperson can't see, which is inherently scientific. Hmm. I like it. That was good. That, 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 that worked. So you got a quick something here? I got 30 seconds. You 30 seconds. Um, spit. I'm a physicist, lyricist, spitting this ridiculousness, so witness the ignorance I dismiss. Um, it, I have to do that first so people know I can rap. Right. Then, I can, then I can get <laughs> into the topic. And then you can talk to right. them. Right. Because I need that some authenticity, right? You earn it. So um, I, um, I love Newton and plus Einstein. I like Einstein because Einstein's mind is like mine. His formula was E equals MC squared, which is weird because me is your favorite MC squared. Right? <laughs> and so what I did there is like I, I Einstein the formula, but if I just said that it would make no sense. So I have to make a connection between the formula e equals mc squared to the fact that me is your favorite mc squared, and I can say you know e's energy, m's mass, e's the speed of light, which is a constant. If I were mc, I would so be mc squared. There you go. There <laughs> when you we go. come back, more with my interview with Jizza and Chuck Nice and Chris Hamlin. We'll be right back. Whether you're a family vacation traveler, business tripper, or long weekend adventurer, Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. And that's good, because there are a lot of me's. Choice Hotels has over 7,400 locations and 22 brands, including Comfort Hotels, Radisson Hotels, and Cambria Hotels. Get the best value for your money when you book with Choice Hotels. Cambria Hotels feature locally inspired hotel bars with specialty cocktails and downtown locations in the center of it all. Hey, that's me. Radisson Hotels have flexible workspaces to get the most of your business travel and on-site restaurants. That's me too. 
and at Comfort Hotels. You'll enjoy free hot breakfast with fresh waffles, great pools for the entire family, and spacious rooms. Hey, that's me too. I guess I'm just going to have to stay at all of them. Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. Book direct at choicehotels.com, where travel comes true. At Consumer Cellular, you get the same exact coverage as the largest carriers, but for up to half the cost. Same thing, up to half the cost. Up to half the cost for the same thing. 50% the money for 100% the same thing. I hope I'm making myself clear. Consumer Cellular. When freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Half the cost savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 5-gigabyte data plan with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plan offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023. Welcome back to StarTalk Radio. You know, you can find us on the web at startalkradio.net. We're also in the Twitterverse at StarTalk Radio. And of course... On Facebook, you can like us there, Star Talk Radio. By the way, Star Talk appears in three media now. We're on broadcast radio. We're on the Nerdist channel on YouTube. You can find us there. And, of course, you can download our podcast at any time from our website or from iTunes. I've got with me in studio Chuck Nice, tweeting at Chuck, Chuck Nice Comic. That's right. Chuck, you got a show on HGTV. HGTV. You, we were t- chatting about it at the break. You go into, it's, it's called Home. Home Strange Home. That's creepy. Yes. You go into people's homes and, and just talk about it. I'm the strange part in the Home Strange Home. <laughs> you but find the, weird homes and just talk about it. And basically people show me around their weird houses and uh, it's it's actually very cool. I'm man. not inviting you to my home. Oh. I just, <laughs> Don't worry. <I'm, laughs> the cameras might be, like in 60 minutes, the cameras show up. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but I'll look forward to that. I'll no, look forward to good, that. It's going to be a good Show. Friday's HGTV. Friday's on HGTV. Chris Emden, thanks yes. for coming to this to Absolute comment on to be here. Jizz's uh, clips that we have. Yeah. And uh, you tweet at Chris Emden. At Chris Emden. You tweet educational insights, I guess. So I tweet education, I tweet hip hop, I tweet science, I tweet social commentary. I'm going there. And bow ties. And bow ties. Let the radio audience recognize that the man is wearing a self tied orange bow tie. <laughs> so in my interviews with Jizza, we talked about the the role, certainly the role that media thinks violence plays in hip hop. And it's always played up, perhaps more than it actually uh, needs to be or should be, or it is perhaps it's not even representative of most of the hip hop that's out there. It just makes a better headline. Mm-hmm. Well, I brought all this up with Jizza. And I wanted to get his reaction to this because that's like the, you, you can't just sweep that under the rug. Absolutely. It's out there. Right. Uh, and let's find out what Jizz's uh, reaction to when I brought up violence in hip hop. So then there's all the songs that where violence is a, is a part of it. Is there something missing in the uninitiated listener? They think it's just all violence. But of course, there's somebody trying to emote in those lyrics, right? Well, it de- yeah, it depends on how you interpret the lyric. I mean, sometimes I run into people who say, well, um, 36 Chambers got me through school. And then when I go back and listen to the album, I can't really, I don't see how. I mean, I know it's, it's great music, you know, according to fans and those who've listened to Wu-Tang for years, but I don't see what they're saying. So it all depends on how you interpret the message. Well, good art allows the listener, the viewer, to personalize what they hear or see, right? I mean, right. Because you can't just take a, a, you know, I look at it like this sometimes. If they say um, Wu-Tang is, 
got me through school. And then automatically it pops in my head, Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing, F what? How did that get you through school? <laughs> you know, sometimes well, it's the first thing. Get them thing to that, explain. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, maybe they, there was an escape. But it was a certain, you know, the timing and all that when the album came out, whatever they were going through, they were able to relate to the majority of the songs anyway. So as a whole. Okay. It, it was the total philosophy and package yes. that that represented. Personally, I don't, I, I'm not with the schools of thought that say, People got violent because they listened to a song. People right. are violent, they're violent, right? Right, exactly. But, right, but still, it's nice to have some hope in your art. And if the art is only about violence, I don't. Where am I gonna? What do I reach for? You reach for the peace. You reach for the music without the violence. And like I said, I don't think it's it's just the whole thing about violence. It's just the way you're talking or telling your story. Because most rappers have this thing where they're from the streets and they're telling their story and this is how I grew up and everything I say is real and I'm not a fake drug dealer. I actually sold drugs and this is what I'm giving you but it's the same story. It's like watching the same movie over and over and over and over and over. You don't want to see it anymore. You don't want to hear it. Change it. Story's been told. Story's been told. In that, Bored with in that way, in that way, because you're not you've spoken of violence in your right. songs, right? Oh yeah, definitely. And what does that do? For, what role does that play? It's just part of the story. It's just part of the story to get your point across, but it's not violence in a way where it's gory or I got to speak about you know the screwdriver pulling your brains out and landing all on the back seat. It would probably be done in a way where you don't see the screwdriver. You don't see the brains. You just see blood coming through the door and hit, you know. Very Hitchcock. Draw your own imagination. Hitchcock forces you to fill in the blanks. Shows you the edges of the violence. That's how it should be. Wow. <laughs> okay, screwdriver through the bride. Missed that. I missed hey, man. That one. All I know is right now I want to kill somebody. <laughs> That's all I know. I don't know why. I have a need to shoot someone. We only got like 20 seconds left. Yeah. Is there, uh, Chris, real quick, mm -hmm. do you think there's a cultural bias against rap that you don't find against other expressions of violence in the American culture, like evening television, like everything else? I, I think that certainly does exist. And I think that in response to that, rappers pick up on what is sensationalized and realize that that's what gets attention. And so what could normally be a thin slice of the culture becomes exaggerated. I gotcha. That, that's very perceptive. When we come back, more of my interview with Jizza, and we learn about violence growing up and what impact that can have on the creativity of an artist. Welcome back to Star Talk. I'm Neil deGrasse Tyson, an astrophysicist here at the American Museum of Natural History in New York. Uh, I also serve as director of the planetarium there. Come by, check us out when you're in town. I've got Chuck Nice with me, comedian Chuck Nice. Love having you on the show, Chuck. It's always good to be here. And we got Chris Emden. Chris, great uh, that you dress up for the show. You know, your I had to. Jacket and bow tie with a matching hanky in, in your jacket pocket. Pocket Absolutely. squares. Pocket square. <laughs> Gotta do it. That's right. I got you here because we're uh, we're slotting my interview with with Jizza, Jizza, and we talked about his life as a rap artist, and I wanted to get behind his modern life and find out, because uh, we were trying to probe sort of uh, 
what what his his background is. Did he grow up in a dangerous neighborhood? Mm-hmm. Did did that influence? I just I just didn't know. Right. And so let's find out what he says about his background and find out how that influenced his creativity. Check it out. Uh, in your life, how how much danger did you, were you exposed to as a kid? What kind of neighborhood were you, were you in? Like a pansy neighborhood or tough? You know, neighborhood? I, I grew up in a hood. It was. It may have been tough for outsiders, but it, it wasn't necessarily tough growing up in it. That's a perceptive point, because it's, it's all you know. It's just, it's, it's just yeah. where you grow up. Yeah, but, you know, I had working parents. You know, I never missed a day without eating. Okay. Um, I didn't live in poverty, but mm-hmm. we weren't rich or anything like that. And I grew mm-hmm. up in the normal urban cities, the hoods. Right, sure. Any violence? And, um, Every now and then, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm no, I've, I've grew up with a lot of people that's not living now, uh-huh. was killed, but that was the path they chose to take. I right. mean, we all grew up together and, and we learned right. From I think wrong. most people grew up in neighborhoods where no one dies, right? I mean, so for right. you to say, well, it was sort of, you know, there's some violence. Some people don't. I mean, that's you say that so casually, but mm-hmm. that's not a. I mean, not many people can. Because in that. some neighborhoods, it's normal for people. Right. To, it just know, was. Those that's what things. It was. I mean, my father happen. had those stories. Right. People. But um, I think any danger. Somebody got shot just for wearing the wrong shirt. Oh yeah. yeah. See, I didn't. I didn't grow up in a neighborhood like that. I mean, I lived in Jamaica, Queens, at at a time where they had gangs. Right. In the 70s, the Seven Crowns, and that was a big gang out there. But it. it I don't think it ever affected me. And you know. Right. You outside of it. I then. think all the you danger. Better to not be a part of it. I think yeah. I think the dangers that I came across with dangers I, I put myself into like stupid stuff you do as a child like walking on the rooftop. Oh, on the on the, on the I know on the ledge. Of yes, the on the ledge of the rooftop right. or playing in elevator shafts. You know, I even have this rhyme on one of my songs where I start off by saying, "Picture blood bass and elevator shafts," because I've known people that Life lost experience. limbs and died in elevator shafts and we used to play in them. So those were like the dangers. All right, so some of that ends up in your lyric, but then we hear these other rap songs where it's, what do we do? I mean, so who's, who's got the biggest influence on the next generation? Rap. Okay, so I'll agree so to that. So now you got the portfolio of lyrics in the rap, in the rap repertoire, right. all right? I got you telling me about the universe and where, I'm with that. But you're not the only rapper out there. So, no. so in the end of the day, Eight who's going to win? Rappers. Who's who's going to win? Those that make timeless music and timeless lyrics are going to win, and others will fade fast. The universe is the t- most timeless thing we know, and this is one of the longest spinning records on airwaves. This, this. I hadn't <laughs> thought of it that way, but it's certainly spinning, and it actually has grooves. Exactly. Put it, a needle on it. There's these, most people, you know, you look through a telescope, it looks like it's just a flat disc, disc. but it's actually very, there's like thousands of separate rings in here. That's, thought, that's my favorite planet, that's why it's here. Oh, yeah. I never thought of it as a place for the music of the spheres. Oh, yeah. Scratching <laughs> the cosmos. <laughs> I think of a record when I look at that. Yeah. There he goes. Look at that. Yeah. I love how you just told Jizza that he has lost to the universe. <laughs> I didn't say that. So how do, you, how do you parlay a violent background as an educator? You know that some kids have a violent or not nurturing background. How do you parlay it into science education? I mean, realizing first and foremost that science is everywhere. It's all around us. Of course. And that, that's something that we all agree with. So you exploit that fact. So you, of course you exploit it. So you say, you know, you know I, I work with teachers and say, 
before you go teach a young person, you need to go with a notepad and walk through the neighborhood and read the neighborhood through the eyes of a scientist. So if I'm talking about weathering in an earth science class, I'm looking at the rocks in the park around me. If I'm talking about how the building is constructed, if they're you know, alloys and the metals, I, I look at where I can find those examples within their life worlds to bring back. And, and then also start making connections between the scientist and the MC, where the corollaries exist. You know, what is it about Galileo saying, no, the earth does move, damn it, you know, and, and, and everybody's saying no. And, and how, does that, how does that sort of make a connection to how an MC sees the world and says, no, this is the way things are in my hood. You I don't wanna, see that. I want to get back to that when we return on Star Talk Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. We're back on Star Talk Radio. Before the break, we were talking about how to parlay the life experience of a kid in the inner city into an educational, scientifically enlightened experience. And that's what you do. Yeah. That's what you think about. Yep. In fact, you have a book. with a t What's the title? Urban Science Education for the Hip-Hop Generation. Absolutely. That's awesome. It's a rhyme right there. It's a, <laughs> th that was purposeful. That's why the, that's why the title is, you know, is, is Urban that <laughs> So... Uh, so tell me more about when, when you walk into the inner city, how, how do you, what goes on in your head when you go back to the classroom? I mean, exactly what I, de what I described earlier, depending on what By the way, you're a professor at a university, so right. you're teaching teachers. I'm teaching teachers. Yeah, all right. Um, but I'm also going in classroom and teaching young people also. Okay. Just to make sure that what I do when I teach teachers is authentic. Because that's a, that's a, that's a key piece of hip hop. It's Otherwise you're floating somewhere in the there academic... Uh, and the hallowed halls and man, it's easy when you get around a bunch of other professors. We just end up we end up speaking to each other so much that we just become removed from the rest of the world. Right. Mm -hmm. right. So you have to. And there's a lot of pipe smoking going. Oh on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, pipe smoking in both times. <laughs> I'm halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. So it's just going into the neighborhood through that lens of a, of, a, of a scientist and and trying to understand what the phenomena around you, how that phenomena can be can be explained scientifically, and using that as an example to teach. You know, young people. Right, because I, when I think of violence, you know, I can think of a dead person and the trajectory of the decomposition of a body. Right. Right. I mean, that's kind of interesting. Absolutely. Right. I mean, initially you're the same temperature as the air, and then as you, since you're dead, you're not generating energy anymore, so your body temperature begins to cool. So everyone says the body it feels cold. Right. Right. When in fact it's not actually cold because all it drops is to the room temperature. Huh. And you don't think of room temperature things as being cold, oh, no. but the body is so commonly warm to you that anything less than that, you're going to say it feels cold. So you got you can go there, you can put biology in there, not just you can go you can go anywhere, and anywhere, anywhere. Even when you talk about hip hop more broadly, because we're talking a lot about rap pedagogy, and I think there's a distinction between rap and hip hop that we haven't even talked about. Oh, yet. really? Yeah, Ooh. that's a whole piece of the equation we haven't touched yet. I mean, rap is an artifact of hip-hop culture. Hip-hop culture is so much more complex. Oh, okay. So hip-hop is the cult, rap is not the culture, no. hip-hop is the culture. Right, hip-hop is the culture. Oh, thanks for clarifying. Right. All right. Well, you know, we've been slotting my interview with Jizza, mm -hmm. all right? And you can't have Jizza, a founding member you of the Wu-Tang Clan, verse, yeah. unless we get, have, get him to spit a verse. Right. So, <laughs> uh, that's what we did. <laughs> Let's check it out. Right. 
Me and Jizz are just jamming. I have here one of your lyrics. I think you said it earlier, but I want to like the privilege of reciting it with you. Why universe, you and I... Verse runs like clockwork, clockwork forever. forever. Words, Words pulled, pulled together, together, sudden change in the weather, weather the, the nature and the scale of, of events, events don't, don't make, make sense. A story storm, with no... A storm. A storm. You know, sometimes they push the lyrics around online. Uh, a storm with no warning. warning. You're, You're drawn, drawn in. by immense gravity that's gone, gone mad. Clouds, clouds of dust and, and debris. debris. Moving, Moving at colossal speeds, they crush an MC. Since this rap region is heavily packed with stars, internal mirror and in a telescope. telescope. Notice in the czar. The czars. From far away, they blink. We blink as a light to stroll with great distance and space between precise globes that travel in a circular order like the tape in your cassette recorder filled with corporate slaughter. Meaning the contract manifestly worked. The hitman for hire with weapon in his hand, he lurks. In spite of his strange appearance, he made his clearance on a target through a crowded market, no interference. Microphone left on the scene without a serial. Evidence consistent with organic material. I forget the other two. That's all I got. <laughs> oh, yeah. So in that set of lyrics, you transition from cosmic themes to street life, right? Walking straight into the cassette recorder. Mm -hmm. So what, how did that, you didn't blend them, you went from one to the other. Right, because I was speaking about traveling in a circular order, so. Cosmically. Cassette recorder rhymed with order, and cassette recorder spins in a circular motion. So I just threw that in there, but I said like the um, tape of your cassette recorder filled with corporate slaughter. So for somehow I just, I, I took it back to the industry. Okay, so the cassette, the cassette recorder rhymed you back f from right. the cosmos in, but then you're talking about uh, meaning the contacts. The contract. Oh, contracts. Like the contracts you sign you, you, on a dotted line, yeah. you sign your life. The hitman for hire, weapon. In, I mean, this is that, very different from right. clouds and dust and debris. Yeah, and it can, it can, it's extreme. You can turn like on the a universe. Dump. It's extreme. You turn like that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Weapon in his hand, he lurks. In spite of his strange appearance. So what 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 compelled you to turn that, in the lyric? That, that tape cassette, that tape recorder. You were pivoting on rhymes as you came out of the universe. Surfing rhymes. <laughs> Rhyme surfer. <laughs> Is that a fair character? That's that's fair. That's one thing about MCing, it, it, it can go anywhere. As long as it makes sense. Mm. Man, you know, in retrospect, I should have just shut up while he was doing his lyrics. I mean, I was just totally messed up. I'm just like reading it, and mm. he's trying to get the pulse of the rhythm mm. there. Nah, it was good that way because I, I, I broke it down. It broke it down. We gotta, we gotta go. We gotta end this hour. Oh, <laughs> you've been listening to Star Talk Radio, brought to you in part by a grant from the National Science Foundation. As always, I'm Neil deGrasse Tyson, bidding you to 